Unity Water is proud to sponsor this podcast series because we believe great news, great solutions and great outcomes deserve to be shared. See what we're all about at unitywater.com. You're listening to the Australian Water Association's podcast series. Hi, I'm Hazel Flynn and with me now is David Evans, Commercial and Engineering Director of Flow Power, talking about some smarter power, power strategies for the water industry. Hello, David. Hey, Hazel. Good morning. Now, start off by telling us about Flow Power. What does it do? Okay, Flow Power is a licensed electricity retailer. Uh, we specialise in the wholesale markets. And what that essentially means is customers accessing the same wholesale electricity markets that their current retailer is buying their energy from. Okay, and so what kind of services can you provide for the water industry in particular? Yeah, okay, in particular for, for water is an interesting uh, demographic in terms of customer because they have some opportunities to purchase from wholesale markets. In particular, they're well suited through their ability to operate at different times of the day and different parts of processes that can be controlled. That allows them to access the wholesale market, in particular the floating electricity market. And what that essentially means is the customer's buying at the, the lowest price of energy and managing their risk when the prices are high. So they're able to align their, their usage around that. And they're able to do that because, as you said, there's some discretion around when the power load can be moved around during the day. Exactly. So in particular, because a lot of the energy is consumed through pump, pumping and processing water, that some of those processes can be uh, time-shifted or interrupted for small periods of or small intervals and sometimes potentially completely time shifted for longer periods and what that means is they have they have more flexibility than say a manufacturing process which um, may not be able to curtail or, or reduce its consumption or shift its consumption throughout the day whereas a water often uh, processing plants water pumping sites can often shift their their consumption and that's a significant advantage for that particular type of customer because uh, the wholesale electricity market is not static it varies throughout different times of the day and has some very extreme and some very low pricing. And by being able to align your consumption around the pricing, you can get generally a much better outcome from the electricity market than taking a traditional fixed price contract. Is it a difficult thing to do? No, not really. The, the times that we're talking about shifting load or making changes are actually relatively infrequent. Uh, for example, in Victoria, it'd be less than 20 uh, hours a year. Okay, but that still is enough to make a difference. Absolutely, yeah. The price, the pricing extremes in the wholesale market are quite large, so avoiding very small, sharp, high price intervals can have significant savings in the electricity uh, outcomes for those customers. And that is a big deal for water utilities because they are very high energy users, aren't they? Exactly. They're highly motivated to seek alternatives in terms of getting lower cost energy, given that electricity is such a high input cost to, to the process. So what kind of differences are we talking about? You know, is it possible to give an example of the sort of savings in terms of percentage or overall cost? Yeah, well, one, one of the best examples I've recently cited is this, the summer that's just passed, so Q1, uh, essentially January to March. And what we've seen in terms of where contract or fixed price electricity contracts were, were offered in the market uh, in Q4 last year or, or from October to December last year, was about 30% higher than what the actual spot electricity market came out. Now, that's with no changes to operation, that's just business as usual. However, if a customer added to that some curtailment capacity, 
the numbers are much greater. We're in the 40 to 50% range. So significant savings. Now, bearing in mind, that's only one period of the year and Q1 or particularly the summer period is the high, generally the highest cost in the market. So the savings can also be the largest, but it's a good example of where that simple curtailment strategy or load shifting strategy offered a massive saving. It absolutely is. I mean, I don't think any of us as ordinary consumers would walk past a 50% saving. So there's real impetus there, isn't there? That's right. I mean, again, in isolation, that's one part of the year. On average, the the spot market will generally outperform somewhere between 10 and 15% over the long term average. With curtailment, we see those numbers between 20 and 30%. So so a customer who's actively participating in demand response, i.e. shifting load around the high spot prices when they occur, we would expect to achieve somewhere between 20 and 30% saving on average. So a fairly significant number, so there's a lot of value in it. (laughs) There is indeed. Well, how smart is the Australian water industry about taking advantage of this? Um, Our journey with the water authorities has been quite gradual and and we've been working with them for a number of years and what we've found is over time they gain more confidence in the strategy. So initially we we find that their uh, appetite to participate might be limited to one or two smaller um, sites or um, participation may be limited to certain times or restrictions. What we find over time, they get more and more confident, they see the value in it, and they implement you know, process and policy around their operations to be able to manage it much more effectively. Uh, we've seen some of the water authorities actually introduce their own unique set of policies and training and solutions around their site operations so they can really actively integrate this t- strategy into their processing um, operations. So. So making inroads, is there an overseas model that they can look at and see anybody doing this really well elsewhere? I think uh, overseas generally, if you look at the UK, US and New Zealand markets, demand response has been implemented uh, successfully for many, many years and it plays a really integral part of the energy market. In Australia, we're a little bit slower in terms of the uptake. It's something that has more recently gained momentum, particularly with the high prices we've seen in the electricity market. So there's more motivation, if you like, for customers to want to participate in these types of activities. Uh, So we're seeing a much greater uh, uptake of demand response, or when I'm talking about demand response, I'm specifically talking about responding to price signals in the market through shifting load or curtailing load. Um, And so we're seeing that, that increase. Also, we've seen some programs through ARENA and AMO offering customers incentive to participate in demand response to help shift that uh, market and develop that market into in Australia. So it sounds like it's definitely the way of the future for utilities that really want to stay ahead of their competitors or stay ahead of their own costs. Absolutely. There's some really good examples in the, in, in the water industry right now that are actively doing this very, very well, achieving very significant savings and very, it's, uh, having a, a significant amount of value from the strategy. So where it's possible to do uh, and you can put in the processes and and risk management strategies uh, relatively easily then you know it's a great way of reducing energy costs and obviously those those ultimately can be passed through to the consumer uh, which is a good good story for everyone (laughs) it is indeed we like good stories (laughs) well thanks for coming in and sharing that one with us david great and that was david evans commercial and engineering director of flow power thanks for listening